my spidey senses tingling. Star of uh, such programs as My Boys and the Hot Pockets Joke, uh, Slim Gaffigan, your host this evening. Thank you for that introduction. You're welcome, sir. Welcome, everyone, to the Paper Keg Podcast, your new favorite podcast, without a doubt, I think. Without a doubt. Paperkeg.com. We're almost at 10,000 Tumblr followers, FYI. That's crazy. Burning down the internet. Uh, if this is your first foray, you know, maybe maybe you're a Brian Wood fan and you're eager to hear us chat about Northlanders, welcome. Maybe you're Brian Wood. Maybe you are Brian Wood. Hello, Mr. Wood. You know, I have been this eager to talk about a book club in a long while. Save I'm not going to lie. Save it for the show. Uh, we'll talk about industry news, the books you're reading. Book club book, obviously, is fun. Northlanders. And we'll read your letters to close out the show. Um, if you're a regular listener, welcome back. You know, there's a there's been a big rift, a hole in our hearts, if you will. Say say hole again. Hole in our hearts. Hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark Farrington, you know, he everyone's favorite host of the show, who is not white. He's the DC historian former. You know, defrocked, if you will. He has left. R.I.P. Mark. Yeah, rest in peace, buddy. Uh, so we have we have special. Uh, we're going to be doing some special things, you yeah. know, leading up to our fiftieth show. It's going to be big. What's happening, Dale? Are we? What are we doing with our with that with that chair, leading up to episode fifty? Can yeah. you tell us? Well, essentially, I mean, Mark can't be replaced. Right. He, can't, he can never be replaced, but. In place of Mark, maybe a myriad good. of replacement hosts. Good word. In Mark's chair. Yeah. So this episode, we have uh, former guest hosts. You know, we're going to be running the gamut of former guest hosts to see who will replace Mark. Oh, yeah. So we, we start off with uh, our most one of our most popular guest hosts, the hosts, or rather the owners, of one of the greatest comic shops ever. Sarah, Titus, and Titus, Titus. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having us back. <laughs> we're, we're always excited. happy to host you at the shop. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. One of our most popular episodes ever when you guys were on. Yeah. No, no way. Talking yeah. to that mic, will you? What? Yeah, the <laughs> new mic. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that thing in your hand. <laughs> no, but it's a pleasure to have you back. You know, I got a fantastic uh, Life Death Part 1 from you guys in yeah. print. Yeah. Pretty much the highlight of my week. Like I have an awful paper. life. And he is a son. Oh. That was the highlight of this week. <laughs> One of the greatest comic books ever printed. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, forge on the front with those little tiny shorts on. Yep. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> you know, the 80s were a great time. Yeah. Play some, play for for yeah. people yeah. with yeah. robotic legs. And, uh, <laughs> I need love, know. too. So this episode, you know, we're going we're gonna to chit-chat. Who's going to replace Mark? We'll find out. You want to know my, my pick? No. Okay. <laughs> What's your pick? I think the people are going to clamor for Beth Corto. No offense, Titus. Yes, they will. I, I want Beth Corto. Me too. Yeah. On the There you show. go. Yeah. Wow. 
Okay. okay. It's not yeah, how I'm I pictured sure it in my head. Here, some, some arrangement's going to have to be with like a plane, a train, an automobile to get her there every two weeks. She, uh, so if you can put, put two and two together, we'll be having our, our, our previous hosts return leading up to episode 50 to see who will re- replace Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's talk about who's here right now. You know, the Tituses. Can we say tight eye? The tight eye. Whatever you What's like. What's the plural of your last name? The tie? The tie okay. To my left. Actually, it doesn't matter because internally you're already the tie tie and are internally male. To my left, he's gracious enough to host us this evening. Uh, podcast bad boy Dale underscore A. Thanks for being here. Uh, it's no problem. Thank you for being here in your home. In my home. Um, probably the most reviled host in the show history. He still hasn't recovered from Mark Farrington, former host, being a published writer. Rest in peace. He drives like a 200 year old <laughs> grandmother <laughs> who is blind and has no <laughs> arms or legs. Jonesy loves beer. Thanks Thank for, you for having me. I just, here. I just want to say that now that Mark's ego is out of the way, I am ready for my ego to fully <laughs> ravage and take fully control. ravage, you fully ravage. You don't the think show. it's ravaged the show previously? No, I think you have done a good job of deflating it over the last forty-six <laughs> or so uh, episodes. No, that's right. true. Right. I cry a lot now. That's true. My job to do that, I think. Yeah. Keep you in check. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know the president and the uh, the Congress. They got to check some balances. Is that how me being is the that how Congress works? The Congress, okay. yeah. Uh, a lot of news happening. You know, big news. DC fifty two. That, that darn thing. You hear about this? That darn. You guys heard about this? The tie dye. Something about it. Is, is that happening <laughs> yeah. in your shop at all? The new fifty two. Fifty two. What? Comics. What? Comics. Comics. Actually. What are, what are comics? Batman. You ever heard of him? Eh. No. He's a green guy, right? Yes. I think so. He has a ring. He wears that cape. Yeah. Uh, there's rumor happening that the graphic novel sales are damaged from the New 52. What are your thoughts? You mean the the books that were previous to the New 52? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't really see it in our shop. Maybe, maybe a little bit, but I don't, I don't really see it, no. There are just I don't many agree people with coming in saying, I want to read a really good Superman yeah. story. I want to read a really good Batman story. And they are already on the shelf. I don't there. believe that. Yeah, I don't have that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, I, I you, s- don't, you don't believe what the retail shop owners are telling you? No, I don't believe that. That's not one, our personal experience in our particular the, the, location. All, all that Batman stuff that came out right before the, the reboot? Black Mirror? Sold out like crazy. Scott Snyder, he's we kind of a big deal. Things. Tons of that the stuff. The Maestro. <laughs> Scott Snyder. Yeah, that Black Mirror. It's another drink on gorgeous. Paper Cake Bingo. <laughs> the Maestro. Um... What's the deal with the trades that are coming out from the New 52? They're not out yet, are they? Not quite. Not yet? I think we have a month or two, maybe. Do you think those will sell? I don't see why not. Yeah. Hmm. We have plenty of customers who just read the trades. They don't really So they only come in... Do they come in weekly or they come in like once a month and pick up trades? Or they read some things in issues and some things in trades. Yeah. Really? Just like digital and print. It's like just a different format. Depends on how you like that particular... Like Fatal. I don't think I'll read that monthly. Yeah. I think I'll just download them and read them once. Yeah, yeah. Once it once an arc builds up, yeah, yeah. I could see doing that with a couple of the uh, fifty-two books, um, only because it's just a, a hassle to try to keep up with them all, and uh, maybe in trade format the arcs would be better. Mister Terrific is like your favorite out of oh, the man. fifty-two. Yeah, right? uh, I what have is top seller. 
Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I mm. have uh, T spheres. Actually, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> but who who <laughs> bought Mister Terrific in your shop? Was that the guy that was nude and tried to buy socks in that uh, big store that that came out in the news? The Walmart. Wow. Wow. Did, did he buy it? Was that him? No, he no? he just buys toys. He just, just, yeah. And then yeah. tries to. He tried to resell them to you. Try to return them. I didn't watch the video. There's a, evidently, there's a video going on of well, a guy that was walked into was, a Walmart was there video or to just get shops. The surveillance camera footage did show him stripping naked systematically as he walked through the parking lot into the Walmart. He has never visited our shop naked hmm. uh, so far. Much to your chagrin. But we also don't sell socks for him to put on his feet. Right. I mean, a t shirt. Yeah. I don't you don't think sell like it. Batman socks with we, Scott Snyder's face on them? We have Spider Man gloves. We do. You guys should put a sign up now just in case. No yeah. no clothes, no service. You know? No undies, no service. No socks. No so disturbing. Yeah. I'm fine with that. What else is uh, up in the news, Dale? Do we have any other nuggets? Oh, uh, you know what? We, we, we need to announce because it's coming. Dun, dun. Drum roll. Free comic book day. Really? It's coming. Yeah. What's happening? It's coming. Uh, the tie-dye of the <laughs> comic book shop, Delaware, have extended a personal invite to... Uh, us paper keggers That's to right. attend Free Comic Book Day at the shop. At the shop. Yeah. Excited. I'm excited. Well, and uh, to be fair, many people are invited to attend, but we actually would like you to come be a paper kegger. And, oh. Yeah. We could get our own little, like, stool. Maybe a table, yeah. table. or something. Yeah. A, table. a big table really? with space. Like a table we have cloth. a sign. We yeah. could put a sign up. Right? We have a banner. We have a yeah. banner. We have yeah. a paper keg banner. So if you want to come down to Free Comic Book Day and make fun of Mark... And yeah, since he has left the show, so we can to, we can send him your regards. Say hi to Mark's yeah. replacement host. Mark is specifically not invited. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's it's across so, with a cardboard cutout of Mark. Yeah, you <laughs> know it's great. He's not going to listen to the show after since he's not on no, it. So you guys can pretty much say whatever he's bigger you want. than that. Dale and I at least will be there. Who knows about Jonesy? He's got things. Yeah, I mean, he's got some kind of previous life. Obligations. It's, it's like ten Saturdays from now, and nobody plans out that far. But no. except you know, for Jonesy, maybe Jonesy. You know. Yeah. Do you have and anything uh, you want to tell your fans that since you won't be there, you just said I was the most reviled, and I had no fans. <laughs> sure, maybe there's somebody. I know my wife doesn't listen, so really, no, I'm not talking to anyone. I think she's the one who told me that you were the most reviled <laughs> on the show. As long as she's happy. All right. So free comic book day. What's the date on that? When are we gonna be there? Is that May 4th? May 5th? May the 5th. It's a Saturday. First Saturday in May. Second yeah. day, Maya. There you go. Avengers weekend. It oh, is by the way. Right. It is. Oh, is it Avengers weekend? It's a big weekend. Marvel oh, always oh, coordinates man. their big release to be the Friday be at, before. You're going to be at Cigar Fest. Don't you worry about yeah, the Avengers. The, the actual news is I accidentally double booked myself and paid for a ticket to Cigar Fest at the Poconos. Double booked. You just wanted to say you double booked yourself or something. I mean, I'm not Cigar making pigs. an appearance. If you knew it was Free Comic Book Day at the time, would you have still booked the tickets for the you know, Cigar here, Fest? Here's the story. Okay. Dale Uh-oh. did send me a Google invite, and I did not mm-hmm. save it. So when I mm-hmm. went to look at my calendar... It's always the first Saturday in May. What kind of comic reader are you? I guess not a very good one. We the tie dye are taking me to the task here. Let's get into how task. good of a comic reader you are, Jensie. What did you read this week? I read Infestation Two: Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, Infest- Infestation. <laughs> I think you just made up a comic book. What it is it called? Like Infestation. In- Infestation like you're Two. So is this the one where they everyone there's like zombies and multiple universes? Right. It's uh, every title. Uh, in IDW's camp of books mm-hmm. is getting you know infested. <laughs> with creatures, what is that word? Infested. Anyway, I, I want to tell you, you know, I, I, I usually 
I actually hadn't planned to pick up any titles, but I'll tell you why I love this book. Um, it's not exactly Dungeons and Dragons as you would think the comic would be. I like it already. Um, basically, it tells the tale of an elf who is the equivalent of the D and D Sherlock Holmes, and this dwarf who's the equivalent equivalent of the D and D Watson, and they're in the middle of solving a murder, and they have to like go go over this. D and D city looking for the uh, the perpetrator of this crime, and um, the Sherlock character quite by accident causes the infestation. Wow. So wow. it is quite good. Wow. Uh, I picked up this title not really knowing what it was going to be about, but that uh, that quirky kind of Sherlock Holmes and Watson angle uh, really won me over. I actually found myself you know laughing out loud and smiling quite what, a bit. How does the infestation? Is there like a wormhole that opens up and zombies just come out of? At the end of this issue, spoilers. Um, it, some kind of magic D and D thing happens that I, I believe is the cause of the whole thing, and then like uh, in the background, the city just gets attacked by this giant zombie worm thing. And the Sherlock character is like, if anybody asked, this wasn't me. And then it goes, you know, to be continued mm -hmm. in the other titles. Hmm. D&D so. fans, uh, this is set in the Eberron ca campaign, is it not? I mean, uh, that's, wow. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty nerdy over there, bud. It's <laughs> pretty neat. You guys. Eberron fan. I believe uh, the dwarf is a hero of the Forgotten Realms. Oh, huh? my huh? God. You guys want to huh? just scissor right now? <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, what are you reading right now? I want to hear about it. Sarah Titus. Get one. those notes out. Yeah, she's notes. One Titus. I'm reading The Goon as any good noir monster zombie loving person should read. Absolutely. Right, a woman after Dale's heart. Look mm -hmm. at this guy. Eric Powell. Watch out, other Tai Tai. <laughs> That's right. I'm used to it. Uh, <laughs> Colors by uh, Dave Stewart, amazing watercolors. Mm -hmm. um, the Goon and Frankie are there to protect uh, communities from bad things, including the undead zombie priest. Thank God. And specifically in this issue, um, I liked Goon 37 because it was uh, another one of the great one-shots that have been coming out since the restarting of Goon. And um, this story was actually based on the March 25th of 1911 Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire. Uh, it was the turning point for labor rights and the garment union workers. Um, so this tells a story um, that's actually entirely true where the inspector comes to the, um, the garment uh, factory and says, well, you don't have uh, any sprinklers. You don't have a good fire escape. You know, the door is locked to the facility. Um, fire starts, place burns down. The um, the owner does not get into any trouble because there wasn't actually laws against these things at the time. It was, you know, not good, but it wasn't actually illegal to not have these uh, safeties in place. And the um, the owner, therefore, also profits from the insurance money that they made. So 146 women and girls actually died in the fire or jumped to their death mm. um, to escape the fire. And... Um, the public had outrage and they decided to actually make something and, and make a change. Um, in this particular uh, telling of the story, the women get the goon to protect them and stand up oh, for their, awesome. for their union. So um, it's it just kind of very moving. It's historical and um, goon is probably the most um, 
just singular book that you're not reading that you really should be if you have any sort of enjoyment in your life at all. Um, nice. It's, it's awesome. It's hilarious. It's noiry. It's pulpy. It's big guys beating up fancy monsters, and the art is always spectacular. Um, so you should uh, pick up any goon you can and uh, give it a whirl. Goon. I like cool. I love it. Goon. That's actually funny. We, I just, we just talked about the uh, Triangle shirt factory fire a couple episodes ago when jonesy read from his script in the easter egg portion <laughs> of the show <laughs> and we talked about the podcast the other podcasts we listened to and uh, right. the fireside chat you mean yeah the fireside chat and uh sorry jonesy trademarked fireside chat and uh the stuff you miss in history podcast i listened to had a big uh, episode about that so Did I, they also talk about the goon no that didn't happen in real life unfortunately but that's I'm going to read that. Or, or I'm so far, far behind on Goon, it's not even funny. Eric Powell, I'm sorry. He's listening right now and feels awful. He just smashed a beer bottle against the wall. Eric, I'm so sorry. Whiskey. Mr. Oh. Titus. Hi. Mr. What Titus. are you reading right now? Titus. I am reading Glory number 23. Oh, my God. Well, yes. This is one of those... Uh, extreme relaunch books that Image is putting out. Oh, yeah. um, your boy Rob Liefeld. Yes, right? my, my he's, your boy. he's near and dear to me. Of course, all yes. of us. Yes. Um I so knew this is so 22 was the last one. 22 was the last ago. one they did uh, 10 years ago ten years or ago. whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. Huh. Um I know nothing about the character at all whatsoever aside from Rob Liefeld's old covers with the big hair and the boobs. That that's, the breasts. That, 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 My God, the breasts. That is all I remember about Glory. Mm-hmm. They're extreme. Um, <laughs> so I went into this kind of just like a you know clean slate, um, and basically it's it it kind of catches you up with the character. Did a really good job with kind of going into her backstory. She's basically like a, a Wonder Woman, kind of like a like an, an Ultimate Wonder Woman book almost. Like <laughs> she's she's not your typical frail looking super heroine she's like she's got the big guns and she's you know, ripping guys in half and yeah. she's you know heavens murdering just, just them being a hero you know doing doing <laughs> the, doing the good things like ripping guys in half cuz that's what they do i guess <laughs> so we all um, hope they do we deserve it morally but, but <laughs> at, at her core she's still a hero she's trying to do the right thing and she's trying to like help people and yeah whatever um and the basically the story is about her you kind of get her backstory, and then there's a girl that's you know looked up to her forever, um, and apparently Glory's gone missing. Mm. So the the half the second half of the story is about this this young girl trying to figure out what's going on with her and like where she's been and why she hasn't been around, and she ends up tracking her down to this little village in France somewhere, and it's the last place that you know all the all the all the information that they had. Yeah, right. um, and she goes into like. A bar, and she finds like this barkeep that like sort of knew her, and, yeah. like had some relationship with her, and it turns out that this you know great superhero was. I'm gonna spoil this for everybody. Sure. This great superhero that you know fought Nazis and like you know helped win wars is for some reason stuck in the. She's in the bed in the back of this bar, mm-hmm. um, with like IVs and stuff strapped to her. And this is yeah, how this, she's this like how dying. the story ends with like her oh, dying wow. in the in the back of this um in the back of this bar in the middle of nowhere. Right. Um so it's kind of cool cuz you got the introduction to the character and then you kind of see her being a hero like fighting Nazis and then it, the book ends with, you know, her on her deathbed basically. Yeah, this so one was this one was way different was, than Prophet where Prophet is like kind of has nothing almost nothing to nothing do with the all. previous series. Nothing at all. This one kind of 
I was I read this. This is obviously the first glory book I've ever read, and it still kind of keeps you in the loop of what happened before, which I which I, I can't remember. If, I guess is is just as cool, but I don't know. I was kind of hoping for like a brand new take on it. Well, but I'm, I guess I'm, it was I'm still, expecting it's going to kind of yeah go its own yeah, way, do its own thing. The um, one of know. the good things about you know both profit and glory is that they are all starting with the same numbering as the previous series, right? But um, they do carry a banner, and they are meant to be the first issue in a bold new era for Extreme. So they are meant to be. You can start here. Confuse a lot of our customers the first week. They're like, yeah, "Why is this issue twenty one? I don't. Yeah. I don't want to read and this." I, I really loved her look too because she she looks intimidating. She doesn't look like this. She's a beast. Exactly. Like she has guns on her. I felt Thick. small just reading yeah. the book with yeah. her in it. The I, I. What are the other? Titles coming from Extreme. Do They're you doing remember? Blood Strike. Um, Superior. Or Superior. Supreme. Oh, Supreme. Supreme. Yeah. Supreme. Is Eric Larson drawing it? Or Eric, is... Eric Larson is drawing Supreme, and it's an old Alan Moore story that hmm. I guess it was never Alan published. Moore was. Or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the famous cover. The Alan Moore did like a Supreme book, and I just remember being, seeing an iconic Supreme cover, and it was written by Alan Moore. Yeah. I don't remember. I never read it, though. He was writing for a while. Really? Yeah. Mm. It's, I mean, it's, I, I never it's a good it, idea. But, yeah. I don't know whose idea it was, if it was Liefeld's or someone at Image. I think it's a genius idea to... Well, they have all these characters that are just, yeah, kind of just doing collecting nothing. dust. So, yeah. yeah. It's cool that they're making them relevant. Mm-hmm. So. I'm in it. I'm into yeah, it. I'm in it to win it. As relevant as a glory hole. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Dale <laughs> underscore A. What are you reading right now? Tell me it's Amazing Spider-Man. <clears throat> I won't tell you a darn thing you about son that. son of a gun. Thief of Thieves, number one. Did you guys read this? I did. I may name my next child, whenever that may be, Redmond, the Thief of Thieves. Redmond underscore A. Not Redman. So he steals thieves? Is that what I'm getting here? He is. He's capable of doing that if he wanted to, but he is like the Peter Pan. He's like the best lost boy. That's something else. He's like... That's uh, Thief of Thieves, and uh, Redmond is a master thief who sort of takes under his wing this this lady, Celia, who's trying to hide uh, steal a car from a mall parking lot. She's a cutie, too. She, in some panels, in some other panels. <laughs> she, so she's like the woman so in Seinfeld that is like, looks good in the shadows, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, not in the direct sunlight? Man hands. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Redmond kind of takes Celia under his wing, to teach her how to become <clears throat> a sort of uh, master thief as well. Mm. And um, they seem to, they don't really get into it a whole lot. They they develop a relationship and they start going on uh, cons together. And they have like this love-hate relationship, I gather. Uh, he may hate her right. at this point in their I working mean, relationship. Yeah, the sexual tension was definitely palpable. Yeah, yeah. It, it was... Uh, I mean, I read that in every book, regardless. In, in most panels, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and the uh, last half of the book, Celia and Redmond are walking into this, uh, this, uh, hotel room, basically of all the thieves gathered and they're yeah, getting ready like to party. This big con. It's like ocean 75 because like, there's like 75 <laughs> thieves in this room. And, um, this guy's talking about how, uh, they've been planning this, uh, this operation for two years in the making and the head guy who wants this job pulled off. Is um, he's really excited for Redmond to get this operation underway because all this planning took place for for years, two or three years, 
and uh, he's finally excited that uh, Redman's going to get to go and steal whatever he needs to steal. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last panel is when when Redman gets ready to address the rest of the thieves. He basically, on in not so many words, he says, "I quit," and mm-hmm. that's how the issue ends. Mm-hmm. Now, that's I mean that could have some implications because I'm so. sure you can't just quit the game. You know what I mean? This is a one issue limited series. It, this is the it's end. Over. It, it probably will be. It was a cool one shot. I think, uh, yeah. Nick Spencer is the uh, artist on this. Kirkman's already uh, suing. Uh, I think <laughs> Kirkman's already suing. So there'll be no this guy. Hot topic right now. He pulls it out of nowhere. Um, it's a. I read it and it's weird. Kirkman does the story and Spencer like does the words. I guess it's such oh. a weird um, uh, way to write. It's just like how, it do, is, how, do, how does yeah, that work? I don't know. I don't, Here's I, the plot. You finish it. Yeah, you know, I, like, I think that's I what it is. Maybe, maybe he, he has so many ideas that he doesn't have time to write them, but he figures it would be a good time to get it out there, I, I guess. Yeah. But the, even the cliffhanger ending was so weird. It was either awful or really good. I, I can't tell. <laughs> I mean, like, I barely even know this guy, and he's quitting the business, and I'm supposed to, like, be interested. But I can't tell if it was really good or really bad, the ending. I don't know. I feel I would have liked this book a lot better if it was, like, a period piece. Like I was seeing Thief of Thieves Sherlock Holmes in like and the sixties. <laughs> oh yeah, if he had a Watson type friend yeah, during this, yeah. and there was some, the there was some kind of D and D angle. Aberon. What if it took place in Aberon? Does that make any Are sense you trolling right, me right now? now? Am I being trolled? I'm trolling. Uh, plus, the main character reminded me of John Hamm. Everything know, reminds you of John Hamm. Wow. Jeez, <laughs> it had a total. Um, it, it, I brought up Ocean's 75, but it, it kind of had an Ocean's 11 feel to it. I like the updated, how it was so updated. Uh, it gave it the Ocean's 11 vibe. I think the ending was pulled off masterfully enough because the implications what, of what comes after. And the tagline is like, there's nothing he can't steal except the life he left behind or something like that. And maybe her heart. Maybe, maybe her heart. You know? And then he looked at her in the sunlight. You gonna cry? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mondo. Mm. Oh, Mondo. Mondo. You have been tweeting about this Mondo at least I... twice a day. <laughs> I can't. I can't get. I can't take it anymore. Did you block? Did you mute any I mentions muted. of Mondo yeah, on muted. your feed? Only my tweet bot. Though. Let's talk about Mondo right now. Does anybody, did anybody read Mondo? No. Here? Nobody read Comic shop owners. Did, did you order did it? it? Come out yet? Came out last week. Wednesday. Yeah, I had more important things to read. Uh, I, I totally missed the show. show. Wow. Yeah. You guys just disqualified for being. Tell me why. Honest. Educate me. Tell me be, what I missed. I, I wanted to, to read it, you. but someone didn't pick it up for me, so I didn't oh, get to read it. No. Attention, you, you guys can save that for your podcast. <laughs> I yeah. Mondo from Ted McKeever. Does that ring a bell to anybody? They do the um, did some Sandman stuff, didn't they? they do some Vertigo Sentinel? stuff. Mm. Was that Sentinel that he did? Mondo is all black and white. Sean McKeever. Uh, yeah, it follows yeah. this this very quiet guy who works in a uh, a factory that breeds chickens. You know they 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 steroid them up and sell them for profit. Mm. Gross. Delicious. So they're like attack chickens. Jim Purdue. Gross. You know it's like Purdue XXL. You know the, okay. the chickens <laughs> they take out are just like super large. Right. Um, I would want to eat them. Plump. So it's I think. The art in this book is fantastic. I will give my iPad to all of you, and you just page through it with your fingers. You make us beautiful. Wasn't it like an odd size book? Uh, the preview for the next month 
talks about it being, I think, a golden age okay. edition. Mm-hmm. It's like like twenty seven and it's yeah. yeah it's a different. I, it has to be a different size in print because the they describe it as like a this weird format, like golden age four ninety nine or five might even be like five fifty in print. We boring you, Jonesy? No, no, sorry. He's waiting to play his wife in Words with Friends. Oh, yeah. You know? okay. I see the phone keeps going off. Yeah, he's probably you know wondering. What? You know, your wife is waiting for you right now. Don't touch just, that phone. Just go ahead. You dummy. <laughs> just leave. Just go find Mark. It's fine. Mondo, uh, the art in this book tops anything that I've read in the last year. Boom. Get out of here. In your face. Get out of here. In your face. Give me your iPad. Mongo. Uh, we're recording right now. I can't get it to you, actually. Um, so it's, it follows this guy. He gets asked on all the time. Uh, he has a crappy job, uh, and there's this chicken that's following around. Sounds like the premise is slaughter high right now. <laughs> so he keeps seeing this chicken. You know, he's he slaughters chickens for a living. So it's like funny that there's this like random chicken that keeps popping up in panels. Um, and eventually, he you know he goes. His job is like right at the point where the chickens get through the you know the machine. Oh my gosh. So you see this, like, chicken making faces at him, and so something's going to happen with this chicken in the sky. <laughs> and eventually he does. He gets, like, pushed into the machine. Oh, boy. And uh, as they're, del- you know, these guys that made fun of him during the whole issue are del- are taking him out of the uh, the facility, he breaks out of the truck and is, like, this superhuman chicken man <laughs> monster. It's like the Toxic Avenger right now. Yeah, it's, it's the cho- Toxic Avenger with chickens. So, I think I just sold everyone that was listening. Yeah, I on that. Yeah, yeah, I right there. So he, it's it's so bizarre. I was totally drawn into this book out of nowhere, and uh, every page is beautiful, beautifully drawn. I don't know how long it took him to draw this, but it had hmm. had to have been several months. It's a limited series. I think it's only three issues. Wow. Um, what could you compare the artwork to? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know because it's it's a style that almost looks. Uh, painted, the way his pencils make it look like he could have spent a month on each page. <laughs> um, just the depth, and it, I mean it's black and white. There's no colors. It's just him doing all the depth, and you know his his lack of colors is the beauty of the book. I think. Wow. Um, and I I don't think I've ever recommended a five hour book before. So. And I just put good. down my iPad. <laughs> it's got to be good. <laughs> it's five bucks. Just trust me on this one. Just just trust me. I mean, if you like chickens. I don't know. Superheroes. If you don't buy it at this point, you've been judged. I am judging everyone in this room right now, especially Jonesy, who's been playing Mongo? Words of Friends all night. Mongo? Mondo. <laughs> that was, he did that on purpose. That yeah, was I did. Mongo I was a word in dinner, in dinner with Friends or whatever game he's playing right now. Hanging dinner with, with friends. Quorum. We need to get into the lightning Don't round. say it. Oh, man. The, this We've only recorded for like four minutes. The lightning round... Um, Really, the most popular podcast segment. It's trademarked, I think, in Millville history, wherever we are right now. Cedar, Cedar, Cedarville. <laughs> Who knows? People, Jersey. People, people don't even know where I live. Uh, right. Two sentences or less. Another book you're, you've read this week. You know, tell us about it. Batman Beyond, issue one. Norm, Every week. Norm. Uh, Every week. My boy Norm. Oh. Like the original number one. No, like the recent. Re-released <laughs> as a digital first. Re-released? Uh, and let me scratch that. Re- <laughs> let me go back in with my little eraser. Just remember, he works at Comixology, right, so don't ready? mess okay. this up. Released as a digital first. Good story. Not as good as the run from last year, but I'll keep reading. 
Every year with these Batman Beyond. Norm Brayfogle, probably one of my all-time favorite Batman artists. Really? Yeah. yeah. Fact. Lightning round. We can't really go into Yeah, you can't, you can't talk about it. That's for sure. <laughs> Sarah Titus, lightning round master. She's been practicing all week. I'd go, I I'd go in the shop. Oh, God. I didn't for this one. Okay. Okay. That you counts the sentence. She has it written down. Shut up. <laughs> Avatar like, Last Airbender, The Promise, Part 1. Oh, my God. What a lot of words. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a sentence right there. <laughs> <laughs> Before reading this, all I knew about Avatar Last Airbender was that our friends have cats named Appa and Zuko. I am now very glad that I read this book, and I see why kids and adults have been grabbing it off the shelf left and right. You know who likes... Uh, wow. Air, last Airbender, I think. Just Dave. Dairy. Dairy, the Dairy. Yeah, the Dairy. Oh, the combination of them both. Love it. Yeah, oh. Just Dave and uh, Mary. So. You'll probably get a lot of hate mail for saying you don't know anything about Avatar. But that's what we do in this business. That's what we do. <laughs> I know a lot about other stuff. <laughs> it's true. Exactly. Like owning a comic honest. shop. We Absolutely. know nothing about it. Wish we mm-hmm. did, though. Yeah. You, will. you will. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Titus. Mr. Titus, Titus. Patrick Titus. Avengers 22. Oh, my God. What in God's name is going on with the art in this book? (laughs) Oh. When did Liza Minnelli join S.H.I.E.L.D.? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Zing. Terrible. Oh, Buster. It's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Dale underscore A. Podcast savior. Steed and Mrs. Peel, number one. Woo. Is that the other kind of Avengers? Yeah. Should I even <laughs> should I even go now? Grant Morrison's take on the Avengers. Nineteen sixties. Welcome back. Nineteen sixties. Northlanders. Brian Wood. You don't have a lightning round? Oh, is it <laughs> I didn't go? No. Oh. Talk about Mondo. <laughs> I thought he was going to do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, BPRD. Ooh. Hollow Earth. 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 The kids love it. Hmm. I love it. Oh. There you go. Right there. Hmm. <laughs> there Northlanders. Northlanders. Brian Wood. Brian Wood. Please say the artist's name for me. I really want to hear I this. Actually, yes. I don't have it written down. Uh, I, I would love book. to try it. I ha- I'll say it. I can do Give it. Give it a whirl. I, I have think the dialect down. Do you? David John Felice. <sighs> there you go. Wow, it's better than That'll I work. would have done it. Close enough. I think. What would you have said, Sarah? Uh, um, not something very good. Okay. Northlanders. Zven the Returned. Eight issues. First eight issues of Northlanders. Who wants Jensen? You want to give a little uh, bio on this story? Sure. This uh, follows the tale of a Norse warrior who leaves his home at a very young age and goes to travel the world, um, most notably Constantinople, where he uh, rises to the ranks of this um, mercenary army. Uh, first issue basically picks up with him as like a captain of a ship. I don't know if he's meant to be a pirate or if he's like a, um, what do you call another pirates, but they... Pirates. <laughs> Sailor? Uh, no, pirates. Is... I, I'm not going to remember the word. 
Pirates. Privateer. Buccaneer. Maybe. No, no one's like ever a said that word pirate. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Tie-dye seems to... Uh, he's just... Uh, uh, he's, yeah, he's humoring you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Someone has to. Nobody panders <laughs> to me on this show, so I appreciate it. I'm here. So yeah. um, when he takes over this uh, rival vessel... Um, you know, he gets a message that his father has died and his crooked uncle has taken over his clan holdings. So he is compelled to go back and get what's rightful, uh, rightfully his. And um, over the, the eight issues, Brian Wood really weaves this great tale of with a really deep and compelling characters who um, and who use dialogue in a modern sense, but it doesn't feel out of place like it would in other period books like especially like something with knights where they say the f word or whatever mm. uh and i thought that was a real big plus especially having to sit through eight issues it was of, really easy to read yeah mm. really planned out and simple dialogue where most of the story is told through the action rather than the words but um you know it goes through sven's um past there's a lot of flashbacks there's you really get a good introspection of him and how he relates to women and how he relates to who he sees as his rivals and you see the character grow from really this self-centered, uh, egotistical, um, kind of out for himself, uh, Northlander to the end of the series, this whole huge arc as this proud Norseman who's kind of has his own code of honor. He's a real, um, he becomes a real warrior at the end. And, uh, basically at the end of issue eight, the whole story has been a recollection of his life to his son that he's telling at the end of this, uh, at the end of the series. And I thought it was great that he didn't church anything. And he's telling his kid, um, basically a morality play about his own life, about what to do and not to do. And I thought that that struck me the most, but how we got there was this great, you know, swords and, and bows and arrows action adventure story. God, there goes Beautiful. everyone's notes. Yeah. Notes, I think. Yeah. Might as well just send the show. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> Tie dye. Uh, I I actually didn't like the first couple issues of this story. The the Brian Wood. Um, I actually don't haven't read a ton of his stuff outside the first trade of DMZ and the Wolverine book that's out now. Um, the modern dialect really threw me for a loop when I yeah. was first started yeah. reading it. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, and then I just weird. I got kind of used to it, and I guess that was just gonna be the vibe of the book. And like Jonesy said, the like Sven was just kind of a dirtbag in the first half of the series. Very unlikable. Yeah, yeah. it was. It reminded me of Transmetropolitan, oh. worst books of all time. <laughs> oh boy. And then uh, no, in that the main character was like, "Why am I reading this?" You know, uh, but like he like Jonesy pointed out astutely, you know, the journey made it. You know, I made me care what happened at that point. Uh, and then as he grew older and, you know, he kind of, you know, the mate, the, the, the other adversary that looked like Sabretooth, what was his name? <laughs> Harak, yeah. Eric, yep. whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he murdered um, his love from, you know, the early part of his life. And I was, it's very, it was interesting to me how his attitude towards that change towards the end of the series you know where he didn't want revenge and he didn't just like take his head off immediately and it almost threw that guy for a loop well they had a something else that they were working towards too they were able to kind of join forces against mm -hmm. a common enemy like yeah a bigger picture yeah right 
towards the um the Saxons. The Saxons, the dreaded Saxons. The dreaded Saxons, yeah. Sure. It was uh it was really cool how they uh the historical nature of it because I mean it's it's almost the end of uh paganism and the Saxons and the Christians are all gonna just start spreading their religion Lose. everywhere and, and start taking over. So it was cool to see uh, Hakkar and Sven unite because they're getting ready to fight themselves. Um, I thought the beginning of the like it, it was kind of a, a little rocky start. It was very tropey. I mean, obviously the uh, the, the story you've seen, you've read a hundred times before, but it was done in such a, it was done in such a great way in a great setting that um, it doesn't take away from it. Like you've you're reading it for the first time again almost. Um, and the, uh, I like the, just the set of morals and the set of responsibility that he gains by the, uh, issue eight is just really cool because, uh, his father was Lord of the settlement and, uh, his uncle Gorm ta- has taken over and, uh, Gorm is just a real jerk of a dictator. And, um, by the end, uh, Sven is willing to put personal issues aside to unite, unite the clans. <laughs> and uh, and uh, look out for the good of the people, and I, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, and like you guys said, the modern dialogue it really doesn't take away from the book. And I was I was talking to a Pat, Titus Titus in the shop the other day about it. I was going to talk about um, Conan number one mm-hmm. this week, but it was such it was such an equivalent to Northlanders, whereas. Yeah. Conan, other than saying like "crom" a few times, it was very modernized dialogue. So, but you're uh, also not getting bogged down by this obnoxious dialect and yeah. these weird like slang Thor. words that you're trying to figure out it, what they mean. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, like the worst character of all time, Thor. Right there's that. There's yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, Northlanders is a great, great book. I mean, um, the the, art, the artwork too. I just love the artwork was just fantastic. Yeah, like the the splash page at the beginning of each issue, so like so uh, the landscape or yeah. the fight scenes and just mm-hmm. the. Headings and the just colors. all the crazy yeah. gore. I like the colors. Who was the colorist? Does anybody know offhand? It wasn't Dave Stewart, was it? The great Dave Stewart. It was Is not the great Dave Stewart. Dave McCaig? The great yeah. Dave McCaig. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah, there is, there's always, um, in the Vertigo books, you know, the, 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 like I don't know what it is with the paper stock that they use on their, on their books. Mm-hmm. It's always notable. Like you can kind of tell. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of yeah. tell that, um, that it's a Vertigo book, and even the digital versions that we have are they kind of replicate that stock for some reason. Where mm. when I when I first got Sweet Tooth, I was like, you know, this the the scan of this is like, you know, the masters that we have are like really weird, but that's just like the Vertigo it had like the, that grain to it. Almost. Yeah, the grain. Yeah. yeah, the grain is very notable. Okay, actually, I was going to ask you about that because if you read it digitally, because mm-hmm. it is such a, an iconic paper stock that vertigo uses i mean the smell of it, it it's like yeah. Vert- mm-hmm. yeah. everything about it is a vertigo book i was wondering mm-hmm. if it if it was going to have more pop on the, uh, no, the digital I screen can, but i noticed the same green as the sweet tooth because i i grabbed the sweet tooth trade too to see how that was and it was the same paper stock so i don't know i guess that's a purposeful decision from dc but yeah. uh john felice i mean does a, an incredible job on the uh, like you mentioned the uh the everything about it, I mean, the uh, and the colors look so amazing. A lot of energy in the yeah. just the swaying of the um, of their skirts and the and the winds and um, their hair. It's kind of like a, like a desolate area in the first place, and just to make that you know have that much life to it. Yeah, when when he came to like his town, 
was a total crap hole oh, yeah. in the beginning, like the first issue or when he came back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was like grimness. Why go back? Heads everywhere. Yeah, the town is called Grimness. I mean, yeah. right there, it does not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't set the tone very well for wanting to go back. And even it was interesting that the his uncle, and it, I guess it speaks to the main uh, direction of the story. He wasn't even really that pivotal. Like his no. death and their their fight kind of just like happened out of nowhere and then it was over and it was like uh, and i guess that's it's just like that how it's a portion of his life it was really a small portion at that point like his revenge on on his uncle was really a small Mm -hmm. piece of his life yeah brian wood did such a good job of making it almost irrelevant at the end i mean Mm -hmm. he had to tie it up he had to tie that storyline up but by the end of uh the issue the issues is such an irrelevant piece as it is in his in in the guy's life and Sven's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. It, I mean, it doesn't matter to him. He's more interested in Hakkar and uh, and uh, getting his people together to Hagar fight the Saxons. Hakkar the the saber toothian. Yeah. Two, have two, you guys? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Have you guys read uh, subsequent uh, collections of Northlanders? Yeah, I actually read the uh, the second volume because each each volume is about a different person. Right. Are those people all characters that we've already met in this? Um, most, for the most part, no. That's the that's the cool thing about Northlanders. It's all based around the same geographical area and the same time, but uh, each arc is a different, completely story altogether. Um, I think issue twenty does start with um, people, and Sven is in. Issue twenty and issue twenty one, twenty two, or something like that. Okay, he is in it, but I think it's more based on people who are seeking glory and seeking out Sven. Sven is an older guy then, mm-hmm. but otherwise, the uh, all the stories are unrelated, which cool. is really cool. Yeah, it's like a cool. hundred bullets. Yeah, yeah, almost. But there's no not even a tying theme mm. through it. It's almost like mm. an anthology book after every arc, which is cool that Vertigo took that chance mm-hmm. on a book that really there's nothing. There's nothing tying the stories together other than time and place. Love. Love. Hackar. It's, it's ending soon, too, isn't Tundi, it? you let me go. It's your I, turn. Issue number 50. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, issue 50 is the last one. Right. So get it what's hot. Jonesy, you had two points. I, I had two notes that I wrote uh, when I was uh, reading this volume. One was about, um, I love the way the story was paced around Sven only learning value from the consequences. And some examples are, you know, his his young love that he left and Grimace when he chose to travel the world. You know, he really only understands that he cares about her after her life has been destroyed by the uh, the warriors and Grimace. Uh, the two companions of his father that still honor him and look after him when he comes back. You know, the whole time he's sitting with them and having a meal with them. He, you know, he's paying them lip service, but you see his internal monologue where he really doesn't care about them. Mm-hmm. And only at the end does he realize the value of having people at his side. And, uh, you know, there's, there's moments in the book where, you know, his enemies will say, hey, do you plan to stay out here in the wasteland and just kill men every day? They come and meet you. And, like, you see his edge getting tempered through all those consequences. As the story is paced, that was really a great concept that all the action moved around these lessons that he was learning. Mm-hmm. And one thing about the art that that really struck out to me is like, I'm used to seeing characters that slip through a world like Batman is like a slippery character, you know, um, Spider-Man is swinging in the background. 
And it felt like every breakdown, every issue was like Sven breaking through this world or muscling his way through the territory, even when he was, you know, walking through the snow. Like he's just a character that wants to break out of the page, and I, I, I couldn't put it down. Hmm. Yeah, I think um, as as Sven gets older and older, I mean, because this story takes place, it's got to be over at least a year. But uh, Sven, like he, the more Norse he becomes, he just like so so epic when he's growing that beard and stuff. Starts bulking starts, up. Yeah, yeah, and that, that that beard just the wind blowing his huge beard around it was like the coolest <laughs> sight ever like Sven in the beginning is like a douche you know mm-hmm. and he looks like one but <laughs> when he starts growing that too. yeah yeah like the little dirt kind of looks like slim but then it starts getting bushy and it starts getting like epic viking beard like it's this transformation like of being the, the you know the spoiled brat that's just kind of come back and is still real up and his high horse and has kind of been weathered and tempered and, yeah. and had some actual real life experiences as opposed to just you know Having yeah. fun and screwing ladies. That was like total like symbolism. Sometimes you got to, you know. Sometimes. A lot of ladies, too. There was. This is another prime example of me reading a book in bed <laughs> where there's a naked lady. And hey, your wife just happens to walk no, in. No, I actually, I just like turn it. I was like, here you go. This is what like, I'm reading right now. Before I get caught with before it. Before you even ask. Yeah. And she would just show up, too, just like naked on, on yeah, his bed. Like, yeah. Like, it was hard to no like. Play at all. Different hey, page, yeah. She's just ready for it. It's yeah. a good thing. No, she didn't end well for her, though. But not at all. Poor gal. That's a moral story right there. Yeah. Don't but, uh, be a prostitute or it, a sl- sex slave. And you will get murdered <laughs> by Vikings. <laughs> yeah, We, should, we should pass this out in right. schools. Th- things to grow on. <laughs> the next arc is cool, too, because uh, it's only like two issues long, but it's about this guy, this guy who is an overprotective father who basically becomes crazed by it, and he starts just like murdering people in the countryside. And he's basically has visions of his daughter being there with him the whole time, but it turns out like Spoiler. the daughter is like married royalty or some sort of high, higher up, mm. and uh, she's out hunting him because he's just like gone crazy and and really? yeah, it's really cool. But uh, it, like Patrick said, issue fifty's coming; it's the last one, so uh, get it while it's hot. I'd be interested if they put an omnibus out. Oh man, that'd be, wouldn't that be omnibus? Cool? Omnibus, Vertigo do omnibus. Vertigo do omnibus. So. <laughs> they, they've they've been doing like hardcovers that collect like two or three trades, but they haven't been doing like the big hmm. obnoxious ones. Aside from Sandman, I think Sandman's have done some like twenty four issue, <laughs> absolute yeah, type Sandman. things. Sandman, and they're having the new those new ones coming out, aren't they? With the uh, all the Gaiman's notes at the yeah. bottom of every panel what? or something like that. It's supposed to be pretty crazy. That's how they get you. Yeah. Plunk down that extra cash yeah. just for the notes. I'd like to get some uh, Vertigo hardcovers, though, because my big boner for hardcovers gave me the new Bonerton. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's no Vertigo ones to be had. Hey, you're just my eyes paying out. for these two kids to go to college one day. <laughs> <I> can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> He's putting my kids through college. Um, next episode. What's our book club for the next episode? Uh, Day Tripper with Beth Corta. Nice. I think it's false. Um, or it might be 30 Days of Night with Just Dave and Just Mary. Uh, way to announce the surprise guest hosts. Were they, oh, were right they on, a surprise? Right on, right on the show. Right yeah. on the show. You blew it. Then why do people ask me questions? I mean, jeez. Just beep it out. I don't need the music. <laughs> it's real <laughs> life. 
This is real life. This I'm just is trying to, you know, this it's is really happening right uh, now. My my post Mark Cotillion is really going downhill pretty quickly. Oh, this guy with the big words right you now, like that Cotillion. Now everyone's rushing. I'm to a Wikipedia. southern lady. <laughs> uh, Northlanders, Brian Wood. I enjoyed it. We got your letters. I'm gonna open them up. Farrington's gonna read them to you. I miss you, Mark. Mark, rest in peace. <laughs> uh, read Catcher's List, and you'll see right. why after we read it. We get letters. Letters at paperkick.com. You know, if you want to write in, let us know how the tie dye did this week, if you think they should be permanent hosts. They are definitely in the running. You know, One of our favorites. They're in first place right now. We have so much time on our hands right now. I mean, <laughs> they got three episodes under their belt. I mean, they're pretty much seasoned at this point. Yeah, that's they true. Are. I mean, do they have the most appearances? I mean, if if they play their cards right, maybe both of them will replace Jonesy too. They didn't give away next week's host. That's for sure. Yeah, that's, that's a bottom line. Ahead of the game, Cotillion. And I think they're available. <laughs> I think they're available for free comic book day. Yeah, we are. Uh, uh, we're we're uh, we so open that sure. day. Not busy at all. <laughs> what 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 do we get this week? Anything good? Um, excuse all the we got, we actually got a, quite a few letters about uh, in me- memoriam memorandum of Mark <laughs> and defecation of Mark. <laughs> so um, poor guy. Uh, first one, gents. I discovered your podcast two weeks ago and have since listened to every episode. Imagine my horror when I discovered Mark Farrington is leaving, or is he? Question mark. Dun, dun. After 45 episodes, I still can't tell the difference between Jonesy and Dale underscore A when they talk. <laughs> it's like the Scar Brothers plot podcast, and I have to resign myself <laughs> to never truly knowing which of them is saying what. As far as I can tell, there is the one that prefers to have as much of the microphone as possible in his mouth when he speaks, and the other one. Nice. So. Anyway, if Farrington's really leaving, you seriously need to get Beth all up in the paper keg on a permanent basis. Maybe get a little Lady Keg Corner segment going or something. Mm-hmm. Keep up the incredible work, Mark Slim, the guy with all that mic in his mouth, and the other one. Sincerely, at Jacob underscore Beaumont. Yeah, I, I remember somebody was a, a big uh, fan of this guy on the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, this guy. You, Slim. Great letter, Jen. Jacob. Thank you for, wow, yeah. you listened. You powered through. Every episode. All 45 episodes yeah. in two weeks. That's amazing. Jacob, it's actually a myth that there are four hosts. Dale and I are the same person. Uh, every true. time someone says something positive about the show and slightly negative about him, he thinks it's some kind of sleeper <laughs> agent that I pay with cash. <laughs> it's because of that one guy, Rodney, like 40 episodes ago. Yeah, I still I cry myself you. to sleep. It was 40 episodes ago at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, gang, with Mark gone, who will let us know how random JLA comics hold up after so many years? <laughs> Jeff in Houston. That's true, Jeff. We are actually, that is going to be one of the requirements of the re- replacement host. So, I mean, the tight eye could probably do that. Yeah. I don't know. They're going to have to bring their A game with that. I mean, if you want to read some kind of Mark Wade book with awful Howard Porter art <laughs> right. you know, that's just garbage, yeah. you go right ahead and email us. And you're going to need to know what current book reminds you of a random JSA arc <laughs> right. from possibly the mid to late 80s. With Catman. With Catman starring... Yeah. And some kind of star-based hero. <laughs> and you can't like Jeff Johns anymore, but you you yeah. could have liked him before. Mm. He writes for the trade. you got to um, pull your microphone apart. Next <laughs> next letter up. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm a regular customer at the comic book shop in Delaware. Woo-hoo. There you go. Which is how I heard about the show. I recently caught up on the podcast and love listening to it. Having only been reading comics for a short time, I look to people like those at various shops and those on podcasts for titles to pick up as well as classic runs or series from the past. The weekly book club that you guys do is part of that. 
I was wondering, for people like myself who are looking for a good trade to pick up, if you have ever considered keeping a page dedicated to the books that you have discussed in the book club. I know the episode mm-hmm. titles are, are names, named as such because of its book club, but it's still the only series, the series title. My thinking is a book club archive section that keeps a running list of not only the titles you have discussed in your book club segment, but exactly what part of the series it was. Was it the first volume or was it a certain set of issues? This could help people who discover the show and want to read what you have previously reviewed before listening to back episodes. Additionally, if you include like a line or two about the overall feeling you guys had or maybe a one-line reaction of from each of you regarding the book, since you rarely all agree, that could help people looking for recommendations. I know you guys read, read, read classic arcs or books that get a lot of buzz, like Morning Glories, but don't love them all. A line or two summarizing the group's reaction to a specific trade might help readers looking for things to try. This is Don Garvey secretly changing his... Uh... <laughs> anyway, keep up the good work. Interested to see how a Farrington less paper keg sounds. I am guessing it'll have less ba- bass. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope the replacement has been practicing their lightning round skills. Best at Penuch on the Twitter. Penuch. Dan? Dan82. Yeah. I, I like his Twitter handle. Thanks, at Penuch. I like that archive idea. I do too. I want you guys to do that, please. I like it, and it reminds me of Rotten Tomatoes. How they give that like synopsis okay. of like the encapsula- encapsulation of all reviews in one or two or three sentences. Yeah, that would uh, that would be cool. When I first read it, I, I this I thought maybe it would be like a little too redundant, but I guess for a quick like if you're you know you're ready to buy something over the weekend at the comic shop or you want to download something you can hit our our uh, site first and maybe get a little synopsis mm-hmm. that's that's good on that will you Pinooch, listen back yeah. to right. the book clubs and tip tappy a little tip-tappy. only if i get to write all my comments in italics i'm with <laughs> you our website doesn't support italics <laughs> <laughs> And Panooch, thank you for the uh, letter. That's awesome. Panooch, thank you for that great Twitter handle. He is an awesome dude. Panooch. Read lots of good stuff. Maybe we'll see him at uh, Free Comic Book Day. Yeah, that would be awesome. I hope Um, he's wearing a hat. Jonesy won't be there. Why gotta, you know, this fireside chat, we're gonna focus on all the Jonesy hate. Maybe Panooch wants to be a replacement host on the show. (laughs) We got one more letter. Catcher Yurik, Ilias, writes in. Paper Keg uh, Comics. Extraordinaire, right? He's the the brains behind the oh uh, comics. Amazing those things. <clears throat> hey guys, I wrote to say how great it has been to have fellow DC fan Mark Farrington be a part of the podcast every week. In my opinion, there's something honest and pure about what the characters represent, even when DC failed to capitalize. So it's great to have someone as passionate about these characters stand tall to those often lousy Marvel Marvel caricatures. Mm, man. Farrington apologist. So just as Mark has been able to gift me with great podcasting over the last 46 question mark weeks, I will reciprocate the gesture with this parting gift. Slim. I knew it. <laughs> I could smell it. I could name, smell the stink. Name five times Mark proved you wrong. Ooh, the five. That's, uh, that's a paradox, and that's a trick question. I don't know. That's <laughs> what Mark proved me wrong uh, each episode where I thought he showed commitment. To the show. <laughs> so I can name five episodes right now. One through five. Five through ten. Oh, my gosh. Ten through fifteen. And the list goes on. I just won again. Name five. You can't stop me. Get out of here That's, right now. That was pretty good. Uh, 
rope a dope right there. That was good. That was some legal trickery. I knew bold. something was up when uh, Catcher wanted to send an email to Jonesy directly. Yes, so. I'm still waiting for my signed copy of Batman Year Two. We talked about this on the write up because I dropped uh, to Slim surreptitiously. I said, "Hey, do we ever send that signed copy of uh, Batman Year Two to Catcher?" And then uh, Slim's like, so uh, "Mark had it, so probably no." <laughs> yeah, you should uh, contact Mark about that. And expect nothing. Rest in peace, Mark. I mean, Mark um, is a little flaky. Maybe yeah. email him about your DC. I'm still love. waiting for a Lenetto tomb to tell me what he wants uh, me to draw for him. Yeah, we had a contest where you would draw, you would sketch whatever the uh, person requested. Yeah. And I never got the Lenetto request. bomb. Shame. I guess he knows my art is subpar. <laughs> I mean, I love your work. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. He might try to sell it back to you a week later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first show with the reign of the replacement hosts. Oh, man. I guess we can safely say that big thanks to Don Garvey for the cover. Because yeah. it'll be out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Guy, it's going to be awesome. Gonna, yeah. Don, he's, he's on, right? I saw it. Ooh. Man. Don it's Garvey. He might earn, his, he might earn himself a place onto this show. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah, Stay great. tuned. It's a teaser. Teaser. Live. Or unless Jonesy wants to just say you something. You know what? Forget it. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, next week... Who knows? We got a new guest host lined up. Possible replacement. Just pretend you didn't hear Gen Z spoil everything. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> Name five. Uh, Name five times. Name five times when Josie didn't let the show down. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. Tight eye. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll see you again. Who, Who knows? knows? Yeah. No, yeah. Great show as usual. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. Thank you. Penooch. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm-hmm. Guess what they don't have in stock in their own store? Northlanders. Shut up! Northlanders. Wow. They're order, we didn't they, have volume one. Order. Right, yeah, they had the other volumes. So we had to hustle. We hustled around. So what happens when like you guys are out of a volume? Does like a alarm go off and you decide to order, or you just wait until someone requests it? How does that work? We do weekly inventory. Or I can do... I mean, I order weekly um, or more often if, say, somebody got buys like all of The Walking Dead like they did yesterday. Some of the stuff... Oh, wow. Really? Some of the stuff we have overstock on, some of the stuff we've like just nine, sold it over the whole weekend, so we got to order it again. Hmm. Wow. Um, but yeah, I get orders a couple times a week. So, but, okay, so here's an example. This is the stuff I get fascinated with. I come up and I bought Northlanders Volume 1, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How do you know, like... You don't have uh, – it doesn't keep track when you we scan We do not in. currently have a, a working computerized inventory system. We use – Paper. I thought you were going to say we don't have a working computer. So when it's like carbon paper with like three copies. So when you're going through the bookshelves and stuff, do you just keep an eye out for key titles that you think you may need like Basically, Northlanders because yeah. it sticks yeah. out in your head? And this wasn't on the list yet. We actually so. have like a, a physical list. I didn't. I, I really didn't mean yeah. to. I didn't think it'd be an issue to say you were out. <laughs> you were allowed to be out of stock or something. You won't it be anymore, though. Me. No, it's just always the weird, random stuff that you want and give us like four days' notice. So I can't. Yeah. Get it. Is you know what? I did request one thing from the shop: the uh, hardcover edition of the first volume of D and D. Right. You guys did deliver it promptly. So yeah, that was the Sherlock Holmes and Watson version. Yep. You know what? Yep. <laughs> I, I don't the need case your, of the missing uh, your D and D hate over there. <laughs> <laughs> What's the it, are, are Walking Dead's like the number one graph like it's, trades it's every week? R- it's ridiculous. Yeah, this one people will come in and just buy like stacks, stacks of volumes. This particular yeah. girl is a subscriber and hasn't been in for a couple of months. And last time she was, she got the um, the compendium. Mm. So she bought her. Um, Brian Keene's Last Zombie, and she brought her um, some something else, something else zombie, and um, I Zombie maybe Key of Z. No, Wake it was the none dead. of those things. <laughs> it was something else weird. My face. Um, <laughs> Graveyard of Empire. Pieces for mom. But she's like, I need the next one of these, and I said, Well, you can't have that yet because it doesn't exist. But you can have yeah. all of the books inside, and just, just like, make oh. her feel foolish right in front. Of, <laughs> that's why people don't go to the shops. You know, they totally. have a terrible experience that's and they never come back. That's why we're you have not to move, isn't it? Moving to a big, yeah. bigger location. <laughs> oh yeah, they're moving. Yeah, we didn't they talk about moving. that. It's the biggest news. Yeah, let's talk about that. Right down the street. Yeah. How'd you rope that? Uh, great new location. Great new location, bigger space, better parking. We'll be able to have um, an actual section of the shop to be for. Uh, tabletop gaming or for Love podcast making. hosts or Ooh. for creator signings I'm or loved. for, I'm excited for one kid to do their homework where one kid, you yeah. know, picks out a comic. and That's cool. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Uh, you know, we can do a regular recording. There. Do we need to plan this out 16 weeks in advance uh, for you? I tell you what, <laughs> show me how to use my Google Calendar. Is there like a gun show happening <laughs> right. at the end of the year? <laughs> the the it's they, right here. That you got tickets for? <laughs> one Saturday. Creator signings. How did those work? Are the, do creators? We're are, not really sure yet, but we'll oh, figure okay. it out. Yeah, yeah I see creators some. Creators come and then they sign. Yeah. I've, <laughs> God, I'm I've, I've been shown. I'm so done. Yeah. You should like photocopy a rider that one of these creators gives to you. Like, you know, <laughs> have like eight bottles of Deer Park water yeah. and then mm-hmm. submit it to Paper Keg and we'll post it. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you guys will be there covering it live. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cover the signing. That would be play by play. <laughs> That How would awkward cool. would it be for that creator? We get uh, just to... sitting in the middle of us while we record on the same table. We get the mic right up to the Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to that. He does this weird thing where he doesn't dot the I. I mean, Theater I think it's the just mind. a U to the E. Yeah. 
Uh, quick clarification, we are not moving that far from our current location. It will be uh, approximately one quarter mile north hmm. of so our current shop. Right so it's up the street on the same street. When's, it, yeah. when's the move happening? We're shooting for April 1st, which will be our second anniversary as uh, owners of the business. It's adorable. It's nice. But we probably won't have everything really like ready because we'll have uh, just moved. So we're planning for a uh, grandish reopening with the Free Comic Book Day weekend. That's oh, pretty good timing right Mega. there. Should be up to speed. Good thing I'm yeah. going to miss yeah. all these important yeah. things. I yeah. won't feel bad at all. We actually do Free Comic Book Day Saturday and Sunday. So you could come and be your own solo paper cotter. Paper caster, Cotter. Anyone feel like uh, rearranging everybody else's schedule till (laughs) Sunday and then make me feel pretty good? We just got jonesied. (laughs) Rearrange everyone else's schedule to accommodate me. At least I'm not at study group right now. (laughs) Rest in peace, Mark. At least I'm not quitting the show over study group. Rest in peace. R.I.P. You know, maybe I'll go back to school just so I can quit. Maybe you should. Oh, man, come on. You just got those new headphones for the first time. How do they work out for you tonight? The... Well, the, their price has become apparent because uh, <laughs> the ones, ones I borrow from Slim are like very equalizing and they cover not, your ear. Yeah, they're they massive. cover my ear, and I'm constantly like moving these back. Uh, and yeah. I have my hand holding one in the entire damn show. Yeah, I mean, Sarah's like shoving her, the earbud in her ear. I, yeah, it looks painful. I've had these. I've had these headphones for like seven years, and they're definitely showing. I think like the rubber is falling off. If I like pull it off, it'll just come down. But these things are like sticking to your ear. And yeah, it, if I pull it off, it'll probably just stay there on my ear. <laughs> Gross. Apparently, there are headphones that cost like upwards of like a hundred. These, these were a hundred bucks when I bought them. That's How are yours, yeah. Dale? Those look pretty. I like pretty the cord is the cord is too short, but I like them otherwise. They look like a noise canceling ones. Or they're hundred bucks. They're not. They're, they're not. They're, they're like eighty bucks or something. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Probably I mean, this lasted me seven years. Hundred bucks. Yeah. So it hugs my. That kind of pays my ear and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Christmas yeah. present. And so I'm, yeah. I'm turning the big three zero this year, yeah. so you can get us all new headphones. Yeah, totally. Nice. Thank you. I'll start getting my social security, and then I'll uh, <laughs> buy buddy headphones. <laughs> Means they're middle aged. Yeah, yeah. Over the now. hill, yeah. or is forty over the hill? Forty's over the hill. I'm not gonna make forty, so no, that's true. Actually, <laughs> I think the, I think the death this. the death pool is <laughs> yeah. like thirty eight. Oh. <laughs> forty is the death pool. Forty is death pool. <laughs> Is that the over under? <laughs> but that's the. Uh, that's this is the, what we talk when we go to the bar and have too many beers. We all decide when Jensen's going to die. That's what yeah, we but here's the thing: they're not they're not even polite about it. Like, <laughs> I, like I showed up Saturday and I sat down and ordered a, a whiskey and a beer, and Dave goes, "See, that's what I'm talking about. Forty, he's dead." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And they're like, "We just spent the last thirty minutes talking about your death." I was like, "Oh, okay." What yeah, forty? We're friends like you. We shoot from the hip, you know, and our pathing. Yeah. And our uh, pathing uh, use. Oh, yeah, your pathing uh, yeah, was discussed. Obviously. Are you guys on the path of the tie-dye? I think I think I made an account but never actually used it, that sort of okay. thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It just didn't do much for me. Uh, Basically, one I guess more thing. Uh, all people see is Dale and I complimenting each other on what kind of music we're listening okay. to. Okay. They're the Hall yeah. & Oates massaging each other yeah. about <laughs> music. I mean, apparently. Almond Brothers, you can't. You can't, you can't be yeah. friends on any kind of social media. Then yeah. You're no, yeah. automatically pigeonholed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to hate each other. Or we're we're banging. Uh, yeah. That's what it comes down to. That's what it is. No, that's what it is. <laughs> um, do we have anything uh, else? I forgot no. to say wing column, but this is yeah. definitely a wing column. I episode. think it's a wing column. I think so, too. Any episode with with the uh, the Titus's. Uh, I guarantee there's going to be a huge spike in downloading this week because that's a, that's they, a always, guarantee. they always bring yeah. the uh, see a Brian the Wood retweeted. Huh? Did he? Oh. Hopefully he does it tomorrow. He retweeted me today. Oh, look Did at you. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Totally would stuff. be uh, BDB over You're going to wear his skin tomorrow? Oh, we didn't talk yeah. about that. Yeah, hang the on. The dude puts the 
the deer the head. Deer oh, my oh, God. that was yeah. a great scene. Oh, oh I thought we were awesome. talking about the meme that Dale <laughs> the came insanity up. Uh, <laughs> Brian Clevenger, uh, I guess, was promoting the Atomic Robo RPG. Absolutely. And uh, Dale and I were talking about it, and he got carbon copied in to the tweet. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe next time we're in NYCC, we could sit down for a test play. And then Dale immediately tweets this one that's like, hey, can I play your RBG and wear your face like a hat or something? <laughs> wear your face but like he a copied man. in Clevenger, so now Clevenger thinks I'm some psycho. Amazing. Which is even worse because I, I had to email the guy for... Um, to apologize for well, being no, a psycho? No, for like a month, <laughs> to make you more uh, like a month a prior, I, I got the um, Atomic Robo Ghost of Station X issue 4 early so I could review for the show. Mm-hmm. And he was really nice, sent me a couple of polite emails. You know, if you guys are in New York, maybe we can schedule being on the podcast. Like, really nice professional stuff. And then Dale's like, maybe I can wear your face like a hat. <laughs> Brian so this- Clevenger tweeted us, but he's like, ha. Huh. Yeah, uh, I don't, I'm not really in NYC. That <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to a lot of cons. I, I actually yeah. felt myself get moved to the spam folder. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you ever re- review that issue for the show? I, I don't did. remember that. Oh, I okay. Did, yeah. So hmm. just hum- you didn't want to brag about it. So. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. this is the first I'm hearing of these emails. He's like scheduling podcast I actually, interviews. I actually screenshotted the pic of his new email with his address and sent it to Dale. I was geeking out. <laughs> Like, yeah, me and Cleverger hanging out. And then, you know, of course, face hat, me, <laughs> McGavin. Insanity Wolf. If, yeah. you, if you're curious, uh, I'll, if you tweet me, I'll, I'll show a, it to you. But look up the Insanity Wolf meme. meme and I'm a big fan of that one and the Willy Wonka one that I've seen a few yeah. times. Yeah. That one's good. Thanks He's all like. The memes. I want to bread my cats. What's that? <laughs> what, what I want to bread say? my cats? Well, you, you <laughs> cut out a... a, a Piece of bread, so it faces oh, over your. Yeah, I have seen bread. that. Yeah. I, where, I, I can't remember. I saw that one. I think my wife saw that on Pinterest. Oh, really? And what is my, my, Pinterest? It's um, dumb. It's like Tumblr with just all photos. Like it okay. seems like it's really yeah, popular like with wives. But you like reblog or repin stuff. It's just like quirky photos of like you know a cat on with a tree limb. Yeah. You know, a cat with. <laughs> Six breasts and it's a woman. No, that's the Taraz's Tumblr. Taraz's the most dangerous Tumblr on the planet. You've never read it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's tumble. not safe for work or home. No, the, it's not. The Raza, the artist of uh, Moon Girl, yeah, cover artist for Dogs of Mars. Look at it for issue five coming. Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> yeah, Moon Girl. He was Moon supposed girl. to like be on the show like fifteen times. He was. Very good at he used paper to call tag. in to the comics podcast. Uh, before I call in, I put the ban on Skype calls. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys it didn't was, have like a hotline. It wasn't like, you know, you can call in. And I like, think we called it a hotline. Okay. Yeah. The That's setup. a great idea. Back when we broadcast it live. Back when yeah. the, uh, back of the Nerdcast days, there was a hotline. You could call a number. There, yeah, we had a, we had a phone number. We broadcasted live. It was a huge ordeal. <laughs> I can't imagine terrible. ever doing something like that again. It's pretty amazing. I can't believe I did it. Skype people back then. Yeah. 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 What, yeah, a, what a somber note to end on. <laughs> now we <laughs> Skype podcast. Now there's no no Skype policy. When I was uh, making Twitter love to Stephen Wacker, <laughs> I in not so many words I told him I'm going to get him in the podcast room and uh, because there, there'd be no skyping allowed. So yeah, I don't care. My, that I don't care one who you are, Stephen Wacker. Yeah, that was especially uh, creepy. I think you, you said you'd corner you corner him in a room because <laughs> we don't do Skype. Was that? Where's my meme generator I, I for that one? Yeah. In the conversation I had with Stephen Wacker. That continued in my head. I was going to go oh. there, but I didn't go there. Jonesy will have a meme ready for you in six months when he figures out <laughs> what a meme is and how to make one. Oh, man. What was the one thing you were trying to explain to me recently? 
on the internet. And I Anything about computers? No, come on. I, I know. Uh, <laughs> I know tickets, and you got to uh, ping the server. What were, we, what were we talking about? I can't remember now. Yeah, jeez, nice. Probably. But it was something way. like I felt like a total d bag by the time we got done explaining it to me. Like he was explaining like, that's to a child. Don't know. Uh, great show. Mm-hmm. Great little good stuff. Uh, fireside chat. Good stuff. I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. If, trademark. trademark. I'm not sure if anyone realizes Jonesy uh, has come up with the fireside chat segment. And <laughs> yep. he just wants to make yeah. sure everyone knows Jonesy that. Jonesy loves Jonesy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we should make a website right now. Can we make a picture of Jonesy kissing himself? Like just reverse picture yeah, yeah. of Jonesy tonguing yeah. himself. Can somebody please put that up right now? <laughs> That's we'll a, send I, smell, I smell paper cake comic coming. Oh my god, that'd be oh amazing. Dear. Oh yeah, I, um, it'll be actually the first one I'm in. Explicit. No, I'm Catcher has I'm a, reverse trolling Catcher myself. sent us the uh, paper cake comic for this week. It looks pretty epic. With the with the uh, dialogue and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh man. You know, not to go off the reservation. Well, it would be awesome if we get at least some in print to hand out. Be cool. Yeah. We should get Brad into that too. Just yeah. Hit print. Jonesy, <laughs> hey, look, look at your talk. Look at here. Right oh, look at this. Jonesy, oh, I remember what it was. I got a new phone. I, I had smashed my iPhone 4. Out of anger. And I had to get the iPhone 4S, but I couldn't figure out how to put my email back on it. So I texted Matt. And I was like, how do I put my email back on my phone? And then took a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> and he replies, you have to be connected to the internet. <laughs> and then circles the spot where my internet's not connected and sent the shot back to me. Those are the texts and emails people <laughs> dread. Anyone that's ever used a computer for more than five minutes. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, that's how it works. You know, what are you going to do? Now I can play, you know, Hangman with my yeah, wife. Yeah, like for, during the entire show. Entire show. No, I didn't touch that phone once, both of you. I'm pretty sure you were doing something. You had 18 text messages. You did. Get out of here. You did. Yeah. You know, I'm a popular I, I, guy I, I, off, off air. Over here. She's sitting on the couch with you, so she... We might have to do yeah. a cell phone. We've banned alcohol subliminally with Jonesy. <sighs> It would, might, it's been rough. We I had to go sober for shame. an hour <laughs> a night. <laughs> Longest hour ever. We might have to ban cell phone use. What would, would you be able to live if we told you to leave your cell phone at the door? I'll tell you this right now. If there was ever a big solar flare and none of the cell phones in the world worked for one year, and also we got them back, I would not jump back on board. You don't know so that, though. How would you it's contact, yeah, how would you you contact your wife? My wife would have to send me some kind of smoke signal. Ravens. So you'd just be looking outside for an hour, waiting for a smoke signal. <laughs> yeah. And what's wrong with that? The Indians did it for generations. Rest in peace, Jonesy. Rest in peace. Cell phones. Bah. All right. We'll see everybody next week. This is running a little longer. Love you guys. This is great show. It's awesome, though. Good great show. Thanks for coming by. Trademark. Free comic Trademark. Day. Fireside chat. All right. Dot com. Goodbye. All right. Jonesy.